Vintage Broadcasting, an old-time production created and produced by your Master of Ceremonies, Frank Oz. Stay tuned to hear various updates from around the world and here in the United States. We will be considering a variety of topics from history, sports, religion, and American politics. The conversations will be free-flowing and filled with Christian conservative views relating to all topics discussed. If you wish to participate, feel free to comment in the broadcast subject line and voice your opinion. Please keep your language controlled and civil as foul language will not be tolerated in any instance, but instead will be deleted immediately. We will not shy away from difficult topics and do not adhere to the socialist communist agenda in any way. We are Americans from the good old days. When men were men and ladies were respected, God was feared and children obeyed. We still believe in truth, justice, and the American way. Again, if you have a topic that you wish to discuss, let us know and we will do our best to address those issues. Thank you, and we appreciate your participation in this broadcast. Episode 14, a true example of cultural Marxism being applied. The following story that you are about to hear is a true story of a real incident that took place two years ago in the public school here in Moorhead, Kentucky. A friend of mine was a teacher and had been for many years until recently. When I asked why they decided to leave, I was told it was simply time to go. My friend relayed a story to me of a particular incident that gave them enough impetus to pack up and walk away from a profession they had practiced for nearly 30 years. It was a time to stand for integrity, character, and principle, or fold up and follow the progressive Marxist stream of passivity and political correctness. The following conversation is a reenactment of actual events. Well, that was pretty good. How was your fish? A bit dry. Really? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't really impressed. You want some more tea? No, but I'd love some water. I'll be right back. Thanks. So, Bill, what's up? Something's bothering you. Yeah, yeah, I'm truly concerned about where we're heading as a society. I mean, our culture is being perverted and twisted, and I believe it's getting real serious. Wow, that's more than I expected. What's up? Have you ever heard the expression, everybody gets a trophy? Yeah, everybody understands that. Why? Well, this is the idea that's being promoted as close to home as you can get. Little League Baseball? What could be more American than the great American pastime of baseball, right? I mean, how could that game be corrupted? <laughs> well, yeah, okay, okay. Well, in Little League Baseball today, everybody's a winner. All the teams get a trophy and all the participants receive trophies. You just gotta show up and have a glove and do something. Throw things at the butterflies in the outfield for that. You get a trophy. It says that you're a good baseball player, so the kids get a kick out of it. Our parents smile and everybody's happy, right? Well, it is destructive. Oh, no, come on now. Do tell. Well, the social structure and influence of liberal ideology are taught to kids even at this young age. I'm talking about five and six years old due to the influence of the liberal ideology. A kid's idea of personal achievement is weakened. It's watered down and diluted. They're taught to believe that all you have to do is show up and, and this is good enough or something. What do you mean, weakened? Yeah, weakened. 
the idea of try your best and you can get the best and you can be the best causes some of the soft liberal types to recoil because such an idea makes those who don't try feel bad. To say there's somebody better than you, particularly with a young kid, is divisive and it promotes class envy. Uh, it creates a hegemony of the mind in a little kid who can't even understand what's going on. That's a no-no. I hope you, you understand me. Come on now. You're just pushing too hard. No, no, I'm not. Now listen, <clears throat> liberal ideology teaches that this model of teaching is demeaning and degrading. They say you're not to exalt one individual higher than the other. Everybody's supposed to be equal. Because, why? Because we're all humans. We're all equal. Brother, this idea permeates the entire school system. Sounds like egalitarianism to me. You know who pushed that idea, don't you? I sure do. Marxism just never has worked. It's a failed model. Seems like people already know that, doesn't it? Okay, yeah. Well, tremendous pressure is put on teachers and coaches and instructors in every field to conform to this idea. And a failure to submit to these demands and requirements brings a reprimand and, uh, what do you call it, uh, virtue signaling and re-education or even dismissal. Re-education? Yeah, you have to go back and be retrained. Sounds bad, doesn't it? Sure does. Well, let me give you an example. I gave a test a few weeks back. Okay. I made sure every one of my students knew about the test beforehand. I told them to study and to be prepared, and I'd even help by showing them what to study, what pages the answers were on. Just study and be ready. Hold it now. You seem to be upset. Well, I am. Okay, sorry. Keep going. Well, they had plenty of time to prepare. One kid, a senior, he failed to prepare at all, and he failed the test. I mean, just flat out failed the test. Well, how'd he react? Well, when he got his grade, he acted like he didn't care, and that, that's what I'm getting to. When the grade was given, the kid came up and asked me about it. He said the grade I gave him had to be better or he's going to be in trouble. Not just with mom and dad, but, but in life. What'd you say? Well, I asked him if he studied, and he said not really, and when I pressed him, he admitted that he hadn't studied at all. He said he had ball practice and forgot all about it. No kidding. Wow. Wow is right. The parents saw the grade, and they cried foul. They called me right away and asked politely if I'd be kind enough to provide a makeup test that he'd study this time. Well, what'd you say? I told him that. Their son was given enough time to prepare, and he just didn't do it. And I let them know that all the other students studied and took the test on the same day. They even received their grade, and I tell you, the grades were all over the board. The student's grade would have to stand. His failure to prepare is something he'll have to live with and learn from. He earned what he got. He deserved it, and the grade's going to stand. Oh, I bet that went over well, didn't it? They went into hysterics. They let me know that this was totally unacceptable. They went to the principal, crying it was unfair. The principal spoke to me about the grade and asked about retesting. It showed a great lack of respect for my professional ability and discernment and a total disregard for any academic standards. So you got mad? Well, yeah, I did. I told him that clear instructions had been given and time was allowed for preparation. I also noted that the fact that 99% of the students followed my instructions to the T. This boy was the only exception. Well, I gather this didn't help the situation. No, it did not. The facts had no bearing on the situation and the parents showed no desire to accept the results. They insisted that a change be made. Now, I'll remind you that these parents are university educated, they're intelligent and well-to-do in the community. They continued applying pressure, and the more they pushed, the more the principal continued to pressure me. So what happened? Finally, I was presented with a solution. You were presented with a solution? Yeah. 
I was told what was going to be done. The principal decided to adjust the grades of the other 99% of the students involved. This gave support and, and encouragement to the boy that failed. The principal said his emotional well-being would remain intact and his good standing would be unaffected. The parents felt vindicated and the student had the bad grade removed. Nobody would be offended and it helped the boy's grades. Nobody's feelings would be hurt. Yeah, but you get canceled. Your authority's disregarded and now the boy knows who to go to if there's any questions. I know. I asked the principal how is it supposed to explain this to the rest of the class. They're all going to suffer because of the actions of this one boy. Even the boy learned a horrible life lesson. So what did the principal say to that? Well, he told me it's all about the boy, not me. It's all about the children. That's what I was told. What'd you do? I resigned. Really? Yep. All they want to do is make everybody feel good and equal. That's all that matters. Everybody's feelings get hurt. That's a, that's a problem in life. Everybody gets a trophy, though. Everybody receives a passing grade. There are no bad consequences. Therefore, there are no bad kids. The oppressed get the nod. The oppressor gets ridiculed and canceled. And you're the oppressor? Yep, apparently. Why is that? Well, that's called cultural Marxism in application, or critical theory. What in the world are you talking about? Gramsci, the Frankfurt School, their ideas and philosophies. You never heard of these? No, never heard. Who is Gramsci? Well, you're going to hear about them. Get ready. These Marxist communist ideas are running the education system right now in the United States. They're killing it. Our kids are not getting any better. They're getting worse. They're being dumbed down. It's all about self-esteem, not work and ability, not discipline. When you hear about the dumbing down of America, that's what it's talking about. So you're leaving? No, I've left. So what are you going to do now? I don't know. I'll get my resume together and get started. Maybe I can find something to do. I hope so. It's not difficult to conclude this true-to-life event. The cultural Marxists will arrive at some compassionate conclusion, and outright denial of any wrongdoing will be voiced. To lie is acceptable if it is for the right cause. That's called situational ethics. It's all relative. I can hear them now. Name-calling and arguments. That's all they have to offer when they have to explain these things. They have no answers, just complaints. Which means they're leading you to a place of wide-open chaos, anarchy, and emptiness. To nothing. There are no rules. So what's wrong with this picture? Recognition for excellence is being downplayed. Why? Because how would the others feel? It would be demeaning and degrading to the least of these. If everyone ends up in the same place, why push so hard? Incentive is removed. You see, personal gain, promotion, success, these are all the corrupt ideas of a capitalistic society. They're conservative notions that need to be eliminated. These things are bad. Equality is good. Keep the playing field level. If somebody gets ahead, that means they're above you in position and power in ascendancy. In cultural Marxism, this is bad. According to the democratic ideas of 2015, these things are real bad. The Democrats of 2021 have morphed into full socialism, embracing the ideas of Marxist thinkers from the 20s and 30s. Dewey, Gramsci, the Frankfurt School, Saul Alinsky. There's nothing new coming to the surface. These ideas are ideas that society had rejected for years. However, they've been running the undercurrent for a long time. 
You remember the violence and turmoil of the 60s? I do. These radicals now hold tenured positions in most of our major institutions. They've managed to destroy the concepts of American exceptionalism, biblical truth, economics, and philosophy that has been established for years. Over the past 50 years, they've been chipping away at the American culture. They run our universities now. Rather than physical violence, they have moved behind the lecterns in the classroom. The minimal damage Bill Ayers caused with the weather underground pales in comparison to the minds he infected as a professor of education at the University of Illinois at Chicago. He's just one man of many. He is just as violent and dangerous today as he was back in the 60s. Only his means of attack has become focused and far more deadly. Pumping lies and deception has been and continues to be his profession, and he has connections. One of his closest friends and associates worked in the White House for eight years. His name was Barack Obama. When we consider the fact, it's easily seen that we're not all equal. Some are more intelligent than others. Some are willing to work harder than others and should be rewarded. I'm horrible at mathematics, but excellent at language. Others are horrible at language, but brilliant in mathematics. Now, if we put the two groups together, the average grade will plummet if both are required to master each subject. Rather than have some be exposed for their inability in one particular subject, the teacher is told to grade off the curve and give a good grade even for trying, for showing up, for effort. Nobody fails. That must be understood. This contributes to the child's formation of character and his understanding of requirements. Nothing really matters at all, you see. So our youth are being dumbed down and this idea is being promoted. Remember, it was Bertrand Russell of the Frankfurt School who said he could have kids thinking snow was black. My friends, it's happening today. Some are lazy and refuse to work. It's an ethic that is learned and mentality that is being instilled in the minds of our children. No, not at your house, no. But in the schools where you send your kids, from preschool through high school, the universities have sold out to these ideas 50 to 60 years ago while we were all sleeping. The idea of total equity is harmful. The idea is demeaning, destructive, and deceptive as well. Progressive, the new name for Marxism, sincerely hope we embrace this concept and see that we have to a great deal already embraced these ideas. They've been pushing it hard in the public educational system. The progressive Marxists will enforce these principles and society will bow the knee. Did you notice the fraud and the lies of November 3rd, 2020? Have you noticed that we're being told to accept it or be declared a domestic terrorist? It's even being suggested that we need to be reprogrammed and re-educated. Who do you think is controlling the narrative? Who is directing the thought? Sadly, nobody is doing anything about this. All dissenting voices are being silenced. You don't hear the voice of America rising in disgust. 80 million Americans were just stripped of their vote. Even 30% of the Democrats agree that these things are true. No, the voice of America is being silenced, and only the voices allowed are being presented. Society will bow the knee. We thank you very much for listening to Vintage Broadcasting. We do hope that you follow us in the days to come, and you are well appreciated. Thank you.